One, two, three, sink. sink. Okay, that was good. Was it really? Yeah, I think so. It worked for me. Did it work for you, baby? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the Cool Beans Podcast with the coolest host around. Okay, well, welcome to the Cool Beans Podcast. We're doing a part two on our Snyder Cut uh, podcast because they had so much to talk about that we couldn't do it all in one. Because I didn't feel like yeah. doing a three-hour podcast. So we're doing a part two. Thank you. And we had the same people as last time. My co-host, as always, Asa. And the special Gay's guest, host. James. Hello. How are you guys? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. I'm actually really ready to talk about this. Oh, so, awesome. This time I kinda, I'm going to kind of lead the conversation into what I need you guys to talk about so we can get through this as uh, steadily as possible. Uniformly. Uniformly. There you right, go. Correct. You. Correct. So, last time we got to gush. Yeah, we kind of went off tangents last time because we were just <laughs> we, were, we were so excited about it. So now I'm very time, excited about this I, film. I can tell. I can tell. I can tell. That's why, that, that's why I wanted you in on this because you, you bring the excitement. I feel like I'm oh, one of the only ones that I know absolutely. around besides you guys, but it's whatever. Tyler, you don't think I'm exciting? Oh, you're exciting, Asa. Don't worry. I'm just saying your brother's more exciting. Now you're just telling me that. Your brother's oh, more exciting. Oh, so he's more exciting. Yeah. He, he, your brother Why brings, don't you just make bro- him a guest host? Your brother brings... He is a guest. No, no, no. You're co-host. No, you're my, co- co- you're my co-host. Well, not anymore. James, you're the new co-host. No, Asa, you're my, Asa, you're my co-host. Don't try to sweet talk me. Don't do this. Don't do this. Not not on no. this po- not on this podcast. There's what better place is there? Do it on the next podcast. Okay, which one? The one where we uh, flip our views. Well, well I again, mean, I don't think Michael Jackson did it. Uh, I don't think he did it either. Strange. Anyways, enough. back to the topic. So, what do you guys think the difference between the trailer that we saw at Comic Con and the actual movie was of Justice League? Did you ever see the first trailer that was ever released, the one that they did at Comic-Con? Not the second four-minute one, but that three-minute long one? Yes. Okay. I have seen it myself. Um, I have seen several of the trailers that were released for this film, and I know of some of the storyboards that were supposed to go into those, um, into the trailers and into what was and what we saw in the trailers. I know some of what was going to happen and what we're supposed to see in that. Um, I'm actually trying to uh, watch it myself here in a second, but um, like, what is it that I know? What is it that I know of it that comes comes to mind? Was the first one I can think of is the line that Stephen Wolf said, who was played by like, Syrian Hines. Uh, he was the same dude who was who played it in the Justice League film that came out. Um, was the line of no protectors here, you know, no Kryptonian, no Lantern. This world will fall just like all the others. He's not just saying that, you know, as like dialogue or a monologue, you know, in a, in a, I haven't seen the scene, but, you know, it was said by Zack Snyder that he's not just talking, he is, you know, reporting to Darkseid. I actually love that scene in that in that trailer i think that's the best scene in the trailer because music is used very effectively along with that have you seen that trailer tyler uh i believe i have 
Is that uh, I personally, whenever he pointed, whenever he pointed out to me, that actually made that scene like ten times better. Because I remember I rewatched it after he told me that, and uh, I actually like it a lot more now because it gives context to that that we didn't get in the movie or the theatrical cut. Okay, enough of me. You, James. Um, there is a scene in in there that I that I can think of for the Flash was um, his uh, he's going he's going at his own speed and his he has his hand extended, extended and his fingers are pointed and extended and he's going through just glass straight up glass like it was you know some styrofoam or whatnot you know he just just runs right through it and from what I I've seen the um, what was it the rough cuts and he apparently stops a car from hitting um, Kirstie Clemens' character, Iris West. Apparently she is about to get hit in an accident, and he just, out of nowhere, comes and just saves her. Um, I can also think back to one of the beginning scenes in Justice League, and the tra- I mean, one of the beginning of 2017 version, was that even some of the tone changed. There is a completely different um, was it uh, I don't want to say uh, scene because it was almost the same scene but it was like an almost completely different like uh, tone like it was Ben Affleck he was trying to talk to um, fucking he was, he was talking to <laughs> Wonder, was it Wonder Woman? <laughs> no yes. that, that scene I don't remember that scene being in there I couldn't be he was, um, shit, I'm, I'm trying to look at it, I'm trying to find it, um, but I, I can't seem to find it, that's why I Because I remember so there was a Wonder Woman scene in the trailers that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Is it the one more, more, or more or less? Yeah, I believe more so. Less. I believe more or so. less. I, I, no, it was, I whenever, it, was, it was whenever Bruce Wayne goes to uh, find Aquaman, and uh, that scene where he uh, turns around and tells him to talk. You know, see what he uh, he's like. You know, talk to me, shit like that. Oh but yeah, I remember that. That the was tone weird. is different. Uh, ben Affleck says it differently in the um, Joss Whedon. Yeah, version. Joss Whedon and, makes it more of a joke than serious. Uh, kind of and, yes. And it got really serious because Aquaman just flat out attacked, or excuse me, Arthur basically attacked Bruce almost. <laughs> Bruce did attack. Um, Bruce did get under, did come under attack from uh, Aquaman from from that moment, and like it's just so it's so different. You can kind of just tell that it was you know redone because the tone is different. Everything is just changed from one thing to another, and because it just feels like less serious. You know, he doesn't seem as mad. You know. There's even uh, scenes where we see where um, there, there's this big fight. You know, I know it's uh, based in the, uh, what was it? The, it was underneath the, that water, all that water, like in that tunnel. Uh, that scene is supposed to be uh, like a major battle, but it wasn't supposed to be um, like a, that big of a battle. Uh, they were supposed, I think they were supposed to lose that battle. But uh, there wasn't that big of a battle. I know that for a fact. Things were changed. Yeah, I'm really um, curious how that came along in Snyder's cut of that. 
Because that, that was one scene that I really wanted to see in Snyder's Cut. Um, something that I know that was supposed to be more uh, talked about was uh, the Flash's suit. Um, what was it? He, I think he was supposed to get another suit at the end of Justice League. Um, oh, really? Because, I didn't know that. Uh, that's, what I'm, that's what I heard. I don't, I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I heard because what was it? The one that he was using is kind of minor, but it, it helped. You know, it, you know, he it was good enough, but it wasn't, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't so like Bruce to Wayne. the point where where Bruce Wayne was like, "Hey, let me upgrade your suit, buddy." Yeah, Bruce Wayne was like, "Let me up, upgrade your suit," because it comes from Bruce. Which is kind of like what Bruce, Bruce Wayne is. He's the guy that bankrolls everyone and uh, gets Lucius Fox to upgrade everyone's stuff. Kind of, basically. Because this Flash doesn't have anyone to do that for him, like the Flash in the Arrowverse does. Yeah, exactly. So they would have to explain how he got all of his, uh, all, how, how he got his text somehow. I thought that he that. explained that he took it from, uh, you know, like astronaut, like uh, shuttles that are shot into space. I believe that's what he said. That's, that's how they explained how he got his, the suit that uh, he was wearing in the film, but Bruce Wayne upgrades it. Oh, okay. okay that, that's it would explain uh, how he gets a better suit. Kind of like how in the uh, scenes in uh, John of Justice, where the Flash has the uh, what would you call it, the uh, treadmill suit, um, where he was traveling through time. Uh, it, it was just it was just a, um, like a big I don't know what the hell kind of thing he was wearing. It was like a mech suit, but it was supposed to help him uh, run on the cosmic treadmill. Yeah, okay, um, that's it. The cosmic let's just call it the cosmic treadmill suit. Oh, it, it, okay, uh, um, the cosmic CT treadmill suit. suit. Yeah. Just for short, let's just say CT suit. Yeah, there you go, CT suit. But so uh, he uh, he he had to have taken that, put that on in some one of the future films to really uh, to really get the the all the uh, the aesthetics. So because we wouldn't see that. That was kind of going to our next topic: uh, the ties between the movies, like how Man of Steel connects to Dawn of Justice and Dawn of Justice connects to Justice League. And Justice League connects to the next three Snyder films that might come out. Oh, okay. Let's just I, use the word connections here. Uh, you remember in Man of Steel, whenever Zod uses his uh, Shiza, what are those things called? His, uh, his, his, uh, his laser. His heat vision. His, yes. his heat vision. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name of it for a quick second. Excuse me. You're fine. So, and then we see how that connects. In the Batman versus Superman, we can t- we can use we can talk about things like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, from from the beginning of Man of Steel, like this, this is uh, it, I, I keep refer- referencing as a as a, an origin for every every all these characters without calling it you know an origin because I believe all, I was reading whenever the film was coming out that there was going to be all these characters were going to be who they were at the end of the of the entire film. Um, everything was going to be uh, like, say, Cyborg was going to be that that uh, person who was in the comic books. Flash was going to be the hero he was in the comic books. So every every everybody was going to have their own thing, but this was kind of how they started. Um, this was like the their this was their Justice League origins, but how. 
they all come together instead of giving everybody their own films and then you know doing uh, a thing a thing like that. You know, it's it's more or less the connections. More, I would more, say. more or less. You're not funny, is it? <laughs> I, can hear the I can hear the crickets behind you. You can hear them? Exactly. Shit, they just started. Okay, hold on one sec. No, you're good. You. You're good. You're fine. You're fine. No, no, it's fine. The connections <sighs> form from. Uh, I can't. Well, for Man of Steel, they had the big fight with uh, between Superman and Zod, and they called, they wreaked a shit ton of havoc in in Metropolis and near their sister city of Gotham. And during that time, you know, it, it, it was it was just a hell, you know, Bruce Wayne was in the middle of it. You see in Batman versus Superman. Because the, the that fight with Zod happens Better? at the end of Man of Steel. Good. And at the end of Man of Steel you have the uh you have the, the fight between Zod and then uh, that's where Batman versus Superman kicks off. Uh, um, that's the connection between one to the other. Bruce Wayne is upset. He's pissed off that the, this, the, the, these guys who have all this power can literally just come and wipe all the city out, and like that they they really don't seem like they really care. They don't seem like they really give any shit about what's going on with them. They just have their own petty squabbles, and everything else is just a toy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That, I, that's what that's what was going through. Uh, Batflick's head was was like, how can they just see so so discard for human life like this? Exactly. So that's that's the connection from Man of Steel to Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman introduces uh, Batman and introduces Wonder Woman and introduces um, all the setup characters into Justice League. But what it does is that it, it gives the Kryptonian, the protector of Earth, a reason to die. To give Darkseid a reason to come to um, serve the Earth, to, to swarm the Earth and uh, take it for his own. One thing and, that I like about it as well, excuse me. Um, go ahead. And what's interesting, though, is that near the end, whenever Superman kills himself, Batman starts mm -hmm. to see him as sort of an ideal and this is just a theory of mine, but I think in Zack Snyder's universe, his Batman was originally a killer and was stopped being a killer as soon as that, like, Superman died. He started to become a better Superman. Because you remember how he talks about... Because he really just needed a North Star, like, you know, how they said in that Daredevil show. They really just needed a North Star. He felt he was just misguided. He felt like there was no hope. You know, you, you hear at the end of uh, um, Batman versus Superman that men are still good. You know, he still believes that men can still be good. Well, at first, he'd have to believe men weren't good. You know what I'm saying? He'd have to oh, actually yeah, get that saying. opinion. He'd have to actually have that opinion first before he could, before he oh, could have... Uh, he'd have to actually have that opinion first so I'm saying like he would have to get to that point to get him to want to redeem himself so he goes through a, a time of redemption he feels like he, have to, he has to protect the world and that's what Justice League is supposed to represent it's supposed to 
be him trying to protect the world, you know, leading in the example of Superman. Willing yeah, to and die. I really like that. He was yeah, willing really to go like out like Superman. He was willing to die, not because of his guilt, but because that's what Superman was, would do. That's what a hero would do. That's yes. what a hero would do. Oh, yeah. That is actually great. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so Asa, your personal theory on this Superman, on this Batman, was that he was always a killer. I think so because uh, you remember no, how you don't think you don't think this, uh, Joker killing Robin is what made him snap. No, 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 no. That, that's that wouldn't be true because do you remember in the scene from Batman vs Superman, there was uh, a part where he. Um, Clark Kent goes to look for that woman to testify that Superman killed all those people. She, um, he said uh, he was scratching that lottery ticket, and he was like, there's a new type of mean in him. And he's angry. Oh, okay. And yeah. he's hunting. Yeah. So there was, he wasn't always a killer, but he was driven by anger to kill. He kind of stepped over that line because he felt he had to do what was necessary to get to that spot. Yeah, that's if what I felt, is, is that the Joker killing Robin is what took... Turn, no. turn him for the worse. I think what, that that whole thing him, was a what Superman. What took him for the worse was Superman. Oh, you think so? I know so, because I uh, think if, well, go back and watch Batman versus Superman, right? And if there's a scene wherever he's about to have a nightmare. What do you hear? You hear the world engine from Man of Steel. Oh, he okay. has PTSD from that, that sound because he was there. He heard it. It scares the shit out of him. He okay, lived. If you he heard it, 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 you you can if you see it, if you go back and watch it. Um, this is something that Zack Snyder said to look out for. You know, this and it was kind of something he was extremely, extremely scared about. So, whenever he dies again, his scream, that shout that he does, was supposed to was supposed to wake the mother boxes that were hidden in the world, uh, on Earth, and uh, as soon as that that shout goes the mother boxes you know wake back up and send a transmit to whoever can pick it up because dark side is looking for him steppenwolf is looking for him and so they catch so it and that's then they start the tie fading. in from uh john justice to uh justice league justice league exactly is now now question uh the the end of the movie i i read somewhere that zack snyder said it was up for interpretation that Superman wasn't coming back to life or something at the end of Dawn of Justice? What do you mean? He's, you mean he, the, sand, the, uh, the dirt? The dirt flying up in the air? I heard he that said, was supposed he, to be he symbolic. Meant the, he meant that he didn't mean that Superman was in there alive. He didn't mean that he was coming back to life and that at that moment he was or he could just get up if he wanted to or that he was asleep. He was implying that, you know, that he... So he's pretty much setting up a sequel without setting up a, um, without putting an end credit scene. He's pretty much saying that this this being inside is still alive some way, somehow, in some form. So does that mean Doomsday is still alive then? No, I th- I believe they I believe they got rid of the body. Okay. There's a possibility they shot that bastard in space. Okay. I believe they got rid of the body. I don't remember 100. percent Don't quote me on that. I don't but, really know. I haven't heard anything about Doomsday afterwards. That's what I'm curious about, because in the comic books, at least, Doomsday can never die. He just keeps coming back. I also, I also hear that um, uh, there is a bit, there's a bit in Man of Steel, which is another connection to um, Batman versus Superman, 
that in Man of Steel, whenever you watch in the beginning, there is a moon in the back that's split in half and it's uh -huh. broken. And that was supposed to be because Doomsday was already on Krypton, because Doomsday is an old... But that's actually a pretty interesting idea, though. Yeah, because, that Doomsday uh, was always there, because that's, yeah. that's where he came from, saying he would never have... Like, the computer said, this should never, this abomination should never happen again. I, I love the origin on top of that. How the, I think the person just kept letting it die. I don't know if that's how it happened in uh, the DCEU, but that idea is very interesting. Because it had to come from somewhere. Yeah. So there was, def there was probably a template for uh, Doomsday in that... Uh, in that ship, that Kryptonian ship. So I'm not really sure. They haven't expanded on it. I doubt they will, but I think it worked for that story. The split moon was supposed to be because Doomsday um, was created on Kry Krypton first a long time ago on, in, their, in their time. Yeah, we, we kind of mentioned that too, how, we, how the computer uh, said to Lex Luthor, this abomination should never be made again, da -da 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 -da, stuff like that. So that, that split moon was the confirmation that Doomsday was there before, but he's not there now. Okay, okay. And oh, that's interesting. So there might be another Doomsday out there is what you're saying. There's definitely another Doomsday out there, because the one that they made on Earth is Doomsday, but it's not the Doomsday. Okay, okay. So that, that, that helps out a lot. Um, that's the connection from Man of Steel to Batman <laughs> vs. Superman. It hinted that, you know, the, uh, the, there is Doomsday out there that they've already made. They've already made stuff like that. Now, um, hey James, do we want you to... should talk about, hold on one second, you should talk about the Red Sky in Justice League and the Arrowverse and what that means. So, uh, Tyler, you should know this as well. Anytime they have their crossovers, what happens to the sky? They always have, like, a red sky every crossover. Crazy. Every crossover, and there's a reason in DC Comics, whenever they have something wrong with the multiverse, whenever something's about to really go down, like, you know, bad stuff is about to happen to the multiverse, the skies turn red. And even the most recent multiverse um, crossover, I don't remember who said it, but um, someone um, looked up in the sky and was like, what's going on? And someone looked over at him and was like, yeah, that happens every crossover. Oh, that was, like it was, that, that, was that was the Robin. <laughs> that was that joke Robin uh thing i believe that's actually kind of funny and it, it it it's a thing in comic books it was a thing that i'm glad that they brought into the um the movie and they brought into the shows because it showed that they they know their source material but it it it, it to me marks the fact that there was something extremely wrong and that sh shit was about to go down and they did this so, in justice this happened in justice league as well toward the end of the movie i believe in, in in the trailers, they uh, first they have some blue skies, uh, but I um, I remember in like the, the there's a scene in near the end of the uh, four minute trailer that shows um uh, that they, they shows Aquaman like I don't remember what what he was doing, but they shows Aquaman. Oh yeah, he was uh, crashing through that building with those parademons. He's like you know looked like he was surfing him. But the sky is like bleeding red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like that's just a symbol for like the um, the sky, like for the, the, multiverse, the multiverse being under attack. Trouble. Exactly. So, so Steppenwolf's attack was a attack on the multiverse as well. 
Uh, I believe so because uh, uh, the, how they ended the, the 2017 of uh, Justice League was supposed to be how um, it was supposed to end, I believe, this version of Justice League as well. Was, but it, it was supposed to, I don't know if it was this one or the next one, but I know they were suppo- it was supposed to end in Paris. Uh, they wanted to, um, they want, I don't know if you guys want me to get into this. That's yeah, fine. Let's, 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 get, let's go into that. That's the next one we'll go into. Uh, the next movies in the Snyder universe. Let's well, how I know one movie is supposed to end and how um, it was supposed to begin, I believe, was um, how they ended it in Justice League 2017 version was that, you know, they pulled, they were pulling the mother boxes and uh, they got it, they got it apart and everybody came apart and they, they had the mother boxes on three. Well, from what I remember reading from Zack Snyder was that they weren't really successful in his cut that they were not able to pull it apart. In fact, uh, Cyborg was blown to bits, and Superman, and Superman died. What? And, really? And the world, the world is basically taken over by Darkseid. Is this the next movie and or the Justice League movie? I'm not 100%. But yeah, I know I, this was I believe this I re- supposed I, to happen. I watched a video on this, and I believe that's supposed to happen in the movie after Justice League, I think. At least that's what I got from the guy that was talking. But I know that if they're talking about that's how they wanted to do it, I think it was this film that they were supposed to see that happen. And how they're supposed to save that is uh, they see the Flash, you know, seeing his friends in trouble and he knows he can't do it and he just runs and he turns back time and he goes back in time somehow. But like, And he, bru- he warns Bruce Wayne, I believe, is what, what he did. And then but I'm not one hundred. I'm not one hundred percent because they said they need the cosmic treadmill to warn Bruce Wayne, oh, and if okay. they do that, they do that in the future. But he runs back in time somehow to uh, the um, you know split second to. Do you think that's supposed to, to create the Flashpoint movie? Uh, I think so. Yes, that'd be interesting. Because I, I would love to see that. Uh, the the dude who did. Um, the, the producer of the It movies, Andy Moschietti, whatever his name is, is supposed to do the, uh, the Flash movie. Oh, that's he interesting has been, to see. Really? The guy who did the It movies is supposed to do that? The producer. The, uh, one, of the, one of the producers. Oh, okay, the producer. uh, okay. He was also one of the producers for Child's Play as well. Oh, the new okay. One. So uh, I could see him doing something with a reverse Flash because reverse Flash is kind of like a horror villain almost. Well, that movie uh, does I, have a lot of downers to it, so I could see that working as well. So I think it'd work. I can see that happening, but there's so much stuff that, that from there to stem on from that. But from uh, I know, yeah, because they they were talking about how this film was different. Is it but the uh, same. Jason Cloth? Uh-huh. Who? Jason Cloth. Would that be the guy? To whom are you referring? Uh, uh, he's the for the Flash movie. Um, Tom, uh, so, or no, Andy Moschetti, something like oh, that. Oh, A- Aaron Schmidt. A- his name was Andy. Oh, Andy. Uh, he's, oh, been tied, he's, he's been tied to the film for the last couple oh, of years. They okay. haven't said that he left. Okay. I'll have to okay. look it up. Uh, I'll have to look it up further. I just, okay. I just found a couple of names that, that I'll, I'll... Oh, no, you're fine, you're fine. Andy person. You're fine, like, 
I'll have to find the links myself because like maybe he left the project. I don't know. But I know still. Uh, I know we're supposed to get a Green Lantern project sometime soon on HBO Max from Jeff Johns. So that sounds like a plus. Okay, the Flash director is going to be Glenn Winter, and a- a- Andrew Kaiserberg is one of the producers. That's Andrew Heisberg? Kreisberg. That's, that's strange. That's okay. strange. Yeah, Glenn Winter is the director of the Flash. I haven't heard that name yet. I haven't heard that name yet, but... Um... Well, that's the, what I just got off of Google, so... That's what I got. <laughs> I, that's my little research. I know from one film it's supposed to be that, but so the next film was supposed to... Um, this is why I remember from what Kevin Smith was supposed to say. The next film was supposed to go cosmic. It was supposed to be bringing, uh, like, the fight to, um, to Apocalypse. And so it was basically what Kevin Smith said, because he apparently has some, has some people who worked on it that talked to him. Um, that they were supposed to go fight Darkseid, but it doesn't happen the way they, they, they want it to. And I don't really remember much after that at this very moment, but I do know that's like what film three out of five. Oh that's, no, that's, movie four out of five. That's crazy. Four out of five is you know so long to have an idea to just mothball. Yeah, especially set, setting it up to where oh this won't have a payoff in this movie or the next movie. I'll have to pay off two movies down the road, and that's why some people didn't see the vision. They were like. This doesn't make sense here, but it'll make sense if all the movies were released. I don't have exactly. a problem with that personally. Like I don't, I don't either. It's supposed. To, it's so comic booky. And on top of that, like if you want to relate it to films, like you could say that it has like a down, downward ending, sort of like how The Empire Strikes Back, or except or uh, Two Towers. Oh yeah. Wait, okay. Wait. Yeah, that works. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to relate it to films, like, along those lines, except a two-parter. I mean, like, Dark Knight, uh, uh, Return, the Dark, or Dark Knight. The, 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 the Dark Knight. Yeah, that just has a, the Dark Knight. That, that kind of had a, a downer ending. Yeah, it had a downer I thought ending. it was kind of sweet than anything. Yeah, I was going to say, it was, it was kind of somber, in my opinion, but they, um, you know, people were still trying to just compare the two and say that they were trying to rush, and I don't think they were trying to... I think the people were trying to rush. I, I and think what after, it, why it felt rushed is because they were trying... Because Warner Brothers wanted them to put in all the characters and in, into John Justice, and that's what people felt was rushed. Was the but I don't really see that... Characters. I don't really I don't see really that see as rushed. cameos is rushing, though, because they're just, like, maybe 10 seconds long apiece. Well, it should, if, it, if it was a cameo thing, they should have did it at the end. Well, that's a Marvel thing, though. That's, yeah, exactly. That's a Marvel yes. thing. That's Marvel's formula. I mean, and that, like, and the, I mean people Warner, were Brothers, saying, Warner Brothers picked that up because uh, the end of Justice League had the Lex Luthor and, and then Suicide Squad was supposed to help oh, with that. I Suicide Squad. You got me. The Suicide yeah, Squad, Ben Affleck cameo. Yeah, yeah. The, um, where he goes to help get more info on them was supposed to help set up some of these characters. That's how yeah. he got to know them. got to know where to find them. Hey, wait, James, does Shazam have an end credit scene? Uh, kind of. It's kind of it's goofy. It kinda, it, it's uh, Shazam showing up to his friend's uh, lunch oh, yeah, one day. So how is Shazam going to fit into yeah, right. this universe? With, now that there's, I, what, six or seven Shazams or something? 
Uh, it's well, there's always been that, but it, it's not. They give the power back to him. They're not. They don't always have that. Oh, power. oh okay. I didn't, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't. I don't know. Oh, I, uh, I only but, told Tyler about like the Shazam kids. I didn't really explain all the details about it. But they give they give him back the power, and um, he they don't. Yeah, I don't think they really get to keep it. So anytime so he needs all, to, so there's he only can... one Shazam. Yes, the, um, the, the, there's only one Shazam, but if he needs to, he needs help. He can call on help anytime he needs so, it. So, speaking of Shazam, are you guys excited for the Black Adam movie with the Rock yes. playing Black Adam? Yeah, I don't want to see the Rock smiling though. I, I don't think he needs to smile on that. I, I hope he doesn't smile because the, <laughs> Black Adam does not smile. Black Adam's a very yeah. serious person. He's a very serious, somber person. Yes, I, I can't wait to see how The Rock portrays him. Uh, I would be up to I, seeing I hope that it's not the classic Rock portrayal, and it's something where he's actually pulling on his acting chops. Because I know he's a good actor. Oh, yeah. He's got some good movies, I think. I liked Walking Tall. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. I wish I could say more, but... He's you know, good, I can't really say the Scorpion King. Walking <laughs> Tall was really good. He's good in the Fast and Furious movies and his own Hobbs and Shaw. I still haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw. I really uh, want it, to. It, it, it's, it's fucking great popcorn fun. Oh, man. I only, I only wanted to see it because it seems like a straightforward action. Yeah, it's, exactly it's pretty straightforward action. It's, it's, it's nothing more, nothing less. I still want to see that. I'll give it a shot. Okay, so since we seem to cover the the ties between the movies, do you, do you guys want to go into the reviews of uh, Justice League? Uh, that well, uh, the reviews were very, very negative, uh, and that, that was uh, it was kind of stemmed by, by like they, they were honest. They, they were. I thought there were some positive and negative reviews. There were positive there were, reviews. Yeah, I believe so. Let me look up. Uh, let me look up. Well, I think the remote, I, I, from the people I hear and I talk about, I talk to, they they claim it's negative, and oh, really? mainly prior, or not prior. Uh, what the fuck was I gonna say? There was uh, mainly because of the uh, of how much they already knew of the film that what they wanted to see, and there was so much already built up and hype that they dropped third film. And that ended like there was Mustache Gate, you know, that they, they didn't like. There was um, there were again storyboards were just dropped. They didn't get what they saw in the trailers, and a lot of people were upset. Thus began the release of the Snyder Cut. After that film came out, came out, you know, um, they realized, yo, this is not what we wanted or what we were talking about getting. I don't I don't like this. 2017, the 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 Snyder, the release of Snyder Cut Act began, I believe, well, like December. Okay, so what did you guys think about it? Did you guys have fun with Justice? I, pers- I personally didn't I personally, like it the first time I watched it. I the first two times. I, see, I'm a part of the camp of I, I know you two really enjoy John Justice. I personally do not like that movie, but Justice League, I Love enjoyed. I really love John of Justice. Justice. Now, I, when we talk about Dawn of Justice, we mean the Ultimate Edition. Hey, have you seen the Ultimate I, of Edition? Course, Tyler? Of course, I have. I've seen it with you. Oh, thank you. you. Have? Glad to I've seen that. it with both of you. We both saw it together. All three of us. I don't remember that. That would be surprising. It was years ago. It was, fantastic it, was, memory. it was three years ago when it first came out. 
No, 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 no. Then you have not seen Batman vs. Superman. No, it was, year, it was years ago when it came out. No, he no, saw no. it with me. He saw the Ultimate Edition. I could swear I saw it with both oh. of you. I saw it at your no, house. I haven't seen you in a while, Tyler. Yeah, and it hasn't been a while. The Ultimate Edition came out years ago. It came out in 2018. I know. Um, uh, the Ultimate I was, Edition? I was... Oh, guys, um, guys. Of you, Batman you saw it with me, Tyler. Yes, it yes. came out. 2018. Really? Yes. Because uh, 2017, they didn't. Uh, they, I don't know, um, they released it, I believe, or and then they released. I don't remember exactly what Wait, happened. Didn't they I release know. it digitally before they released it on? Uh, yes. On and yeah, okay, I remember. I think it was 2017. I take it back. Was it 2017? Um, it was 2016, guys. That was, was when it? I just looked it up. It's 2016. That's where I saw that it. That was when I really was battling with my dates. Was it six? Damn. That's what it says I, on I feel it. like it was like yeah. three. I wanted to say three years ago, but if I'm talking three years ago, I'm thinking of Justice League. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just, I'm you're thinking of Justice League. I'm thinking uh, of Justice we League. Did my see, bad. Because I, I went to your house to watch this movie with you guys. Yeah, he watched you. I, I, still don't, I still don't remember watching the ultimate cut of Batman vs. Superman with you, Tyler. All right. Well, maybe it was just uh, Asa, though. It was. I, it I was just you and I. I could have swore you were there, though. I, I wish it, I wish I would have watched it with you guys. That would have been awesome. But, like, um, I mean, and I have seen it three times afterwards by myself. I I enjoyed. I, I so wholeheartedly enjoyed that film. It I, is I, do by not, far. I do not enjoy it every time I watch it. Every time I watch it, it's like sitting on a bed of nails. Oh, I still love that movie. I have a lot of fun watching that movie. I'm glad. I watch I'm, it I'm happy that you both annually. enjoy the movie. I'm happy you both enjoy the movie. Hold on. Hold on. We're talking about Justice League, though. So yes. I, I actually didn't like it the, the first time. Reviews, the reviews were mainly uh, in, in like, retrospect and theaters and everything. They, they were mixed. They had mixed reviews, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm looking but at. Amongst, amongst the people, amongst the people... All the people that are, that I know that are talking about this film that really wanted this film said no. Again, thus began the, the um, release the air cut. Not air cut. Fuck. Release the Snyder cut. <laughs> Think about know, suicide. You got Suicide Squad on the brain. Because oh. it all ties in. It all. <laughs> it all works together. It's, all, it's like the Marvel yeah. universe. It all works together. <laughs> it all ties know, in in one way or the other. DC would tie in a lot. And people, uh, well, people are more, more like successful uh, to like wait a whole um, season of like uh, Ozark for a story to come out, uh, for a story to be fleshed out. But they're not willing to wait a whole like three or four films to realize the bigger picture. Well, they I think the thing about each it film with Ozark, two years, with Ozark, typically. you're paying one price for Netflix. With a with a movie, you're paying each time to go see the movie. Now, if they do the HBO Max thing, then yes, people will go pay to see HBO to get HBO Max and continue to pay for it because then they'll get all the movies with it. So I think that is where these movies will be released. I can see what you're saying on that. But Ozark, you're 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 basically financing it by paying your membership. But I'm still saying like they're more willing to wait. Like, how long is Ozark? I really don't know anything about it. I, I know that's just Ozark a show. Took, Ozark took about a year and a half to release from season to season. And how many seasons are out? There's season three, I think. So, for the, for the past, three. like, 
for the past three, four years now, people are like, you know, this show is uh, developing. They're willing to wait out for another story. They're willing to understand these characters and wait for it and wait for a whole story to end before they're like, you know, I really don't like this story. They're just ripped, they're, they're ripped in by characters and stuff, but they're not willing to sit there like how, like, in a movie, in well, a film, well, and theater. Well, maybe it has to do with the fact that they're not ripped in by those characters that Simon controls. Or it could be the fact that Most superhero movies start and end in that movie. Yes. I mean, unless you want to count, like, Thanos being... I got, a, I got someone call. I got a call, so if you hear something... I'm not answering. I I heard Wonder Woman's theme start starting, and I was like, "Yo, who's playing Wonder Woman's theme?" And it's just uh, <laughs> it's just Jasmine Collins. You have her uh, as your theme. You have Wonder Woman's theme. Yeah. Why is that weird? Can I get the uh, Final Fantasy Victory theme as my ringtone? I, I, I have your set up as something. I forget what it is. Can you find out? Or yeah, Beautiful Lie by uh, Batman vs. Superman. Because now yeah, I want to change it up. Give me a call whenever we're all done with this and I'll figure it out. Anyway, um, uh, again, like if, if if the reviews were better about this film, we, we wouldn't have uh, the Snyder, uh, release the Snyder Cut movements. We wouldn't have billboards. We wouldn't have you know billboards in fucking Times Square. We wouldn't have any of those things in the sky that said release the static. We wouldn't have any of that. We would be just be dealing with what we have. So regardless of if the reviews were good, bad, or other, they were bad enough for people who were like you know that's not what we want. Release the shite we want. I think and people are willing that. to give Justice League a chance because it came across as a. Different in it was ambitious. It was ambitious. It was willing to go somewhere, but uh, I think people were just wanting that snippy, snappy humor that came out of uh, Marvel films. Yeah, people, well, I yeah. think Batman vs Superman had humor. To, it's been too sensitized to Marvel, where they work in the humor right into the to the cut to to those scenes where there shouldn't really be humor, but it still works because of the writers they have. Like Marvel has a whole team. And Zack Snyder is like the only one that seems to be really be working in the DCEU. Well, he has Chris Terrio uh, do his Chris writing. Terrio is, um, is another big part of that series. Oh, okay. Well, I don't, that's something you guys go let me know. I don't know about that. Oh, well, I, I just want to defend DCEU's humor here in that it's very dry. It's dry and it's subtle, but it's funny. Like you, I personally think Alfred is funny in oh, a very great. subtle way. Hold on one sec. Are you guys still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. I'm good. I'm still here. All right, you guys want to call it an end? Have we said everything we wanted I, to say? I think we've said it. How about you, James? Uh, if, uh, if that's if that's all your uh, if that's all the topics we have left, then yeah, that's where yeah, that's, I'm, that's, I'm good we, with that. We just finished off the this section. We can come back when the trailer for the Snyder Cut comes out, and we can talk about it again for sure. Definitely, and whenever it comes, whenever it all comes out, whatever way it comes out, which again, it's going to come out on HBO Max. They're talking about having a six-part series or a four-hour film. I am not 100% sure. But whatever comes out of it comes out of it. I think I think the fans are gonna love what they see, and yeah, I might. hope it stands out more. So just remember, everyone, to. buy HBO Max. We're HBO Max is the place we, to go. We are not sponsored by HBO Max, but we would like to be. 
Warner Brothers, please buy me. Give me free stuff. They're gonna even have Doctor Who on there. Yes, that's I be know. Dope. That's that's the whole reason I want it. That's the reason Doctor I'm Who. buying. You besides, Zack Snyder. You can't watch Doctor Who anywhere now. Exactly. They, they, I mean, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. They have oh, you Brit can? Britbox. Oh shit! I gotta get that. They have uh, Classic Who on there though. Oh, so that's, Classic that's Who is definitely... so good. It's really good. It's really good. I've been uh, loving hey, Tom hey, Baker. James, maybe anyway, we can do a, anyway, maybe me and you can do a Doctor Who podcast. But I don't think Ace is really into Doctor Who. I don't watch. Definitely. I'd recommend it. We'll get we'll get a time together and we'll uh, do a Doctor Who podcast someday. All right. Well, that's it for the Cool Beans podcast. Do any of you want to have a sign out? Uh, yeah, I'll sign out. I think I just got Thank replaced. Thank you guys for having me on. You're not replaced. I'd love to come back and do it sometime. Oh, you're anyway, still, I've had a fun my time talking to you guys about this uh, guest host, apparently. <laughs> All right, well, that's been the Cool Beans Podcast. Thank you for listening. I, I ain't paid enough. <laughs> y'all have a great day. Good night, y'all. Bye-bye. <laughs>